This is 1330 KKPZ and KKPZ HD. Welcome to the Impact Community with host Pastor Tim Moore. Join us as we explore, inspire, and mobilize the unlimited capacity within you to make a difference and to do great things in our community and the world. Discover the missional heart of God and your true potential to make an impact in the lives of others, demonstrating love in action. Hello, hello everyone. We are so blessed you could join us today for the Impact Community Radio Program, a ministry of the Impact Global Partnership here on KKPZ 1330 The Truth. This is Pastor Tim Moore, your host. Wow, what a stunning and beautiful day in God's creation right here in the Pacific Northwest of Portland, Oregon, USA. It is incredible to see the sunshine, the clear skies, and, uh, well, when you have about between 280 and 300 days of rain, (laughs) we really look forward to these days of the warmth and the sun, and praise Jesus for that. And, you know, I want to take a moment to greet our international listeners hearing us on kkpz.com's live feed, and also those who are listening to the Impact Community at the podcast which you can listen to at impactingcommunity.blogspot.com. Now, there's so many great reasons, everybody, to be filled with joy and hope in Jesus Christ now and always. And one of the many reasons I am so filled with gratitude is for the many friends and supporters standing with us in prayer for this ministry. Everyone, without you, we simply could not move forward in this epic work of 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 ours and our desire to encourage and mobilize the unlimited capacity within you to do great things. Each and every week, it is our desire to share with you the great stories of those who are making a difference in our community and the world. And today is no exception, of course. So in Studio Live is our very special guest, Dr. W.G. Hardy Jr., the senior pastor of Highland Christian Center in our city of Portland, Oregon. And I think it'd be safe to say that Pastor Hardy is a true warrior with a lion's heart. He's a man of passion and deep convictions. He is a leader of leaders and a man of vision, and in every way exemplifies the heart and spirit of everything I am about here on the Impact Community. Pastor Hardy simply is a man of no status quo thinking, and he has a heart to truly make a difference local and global. And I have really come to admire him and his church, and they're an inspiration to me, truly. And so we are really blessed today to have this great man of God in studio. So Pastor Hardy, welcome to the Impact Community. So great to have you here today. Thank you, Pastor Tim. It is an honor and a privilege to be here to share with you at this evening's broadcast. Now, Pastor, tell us a little more about yourself and about how Highland Christian got started. Wow. Um, I'm a native of Portland, Oregon, actually one of the few. I've been here over half a century, actually born and raised. And um, my heart's desire was to to see the glory of Portland. It's always been prophesied that the the Latter Day revival would happen in the Pacific Northwest. Mm. Um, growing up here, my father was a pastor in the inner Northeast Portland, and I grew up in church mm. and seeing the powerful workings of God and miracles where. Blinded eyes were opened and deaf ears opened and dumb tongues loosed, saw the lame walked. And so at a very early age, I 
watch my father in tent revivals and OKATU Channel 2 television. He used to close it out. Actually. Oh, my goodness. Wow. He put a tent on Union Boulevard and would do ministry in the summer. Then during the winter months, we'd minister to the fish that we caught. Um, and I never really wanted to be a pastor, Pastor Tim. I always wanted to support pastors. But God called me into the ministry at Highland, and I've been there for 18 years. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. Wow. Now, that I didn't realize, 18 years. My goodness. Now, um, I think from what I've just heard in your opening there, that it's safe to say you view then the miracles of the Bible as very real, not as a myth. Oh, absolutely. And so you've seen them, as I have as well. And I, I love that, because I think one of the things that sometimes we've moved away from is we're not sure... When we read the word, well, did that really happen? Did God really part the Red Sea? Or did Jesus really heal a blind man? But when you've seen it, it changes something inside of you, doesn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, what is one of your, if, if you had to pinpoint, say, the passion that you have for ministry and for people, how would you explain that? How has God called you? And, and what would you sort of pinpoint as your main purpose for why you're a pastor? The reason I'm a pastor is I like to see the people of God live victorious. And, and, and our operating philosophy at Highland is we are not shooting to be the largest church. We want to be the most effective church. Mm. And we do not want to be known by our seating capacity, but rather our sending capacity. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That is fantastic. So something that you, uh, don't know about me, but something I have said here on the air many times is my passion is to reach, lead, love, mend, train, and the last one is send. Wow. And so I knew that there was a reason why when we first met, and everybody, this is really true. The moment I met this great man of God, it was like one of those moments where, bam, you just wow. know there is an instant connection. And it was a divine appointment. And so right now, more confirmation that Amen. that's true. So praise Amen. Jesus for that. Um, because we've got a short time, Pastor, I want to get right to it. Now, currently, you've got some upcoming projects at the church. I want to know a little bit about what's coming down the pipe, as it were, just in the next few weeks and where you even see it going over the next few years. I think, I think Satan is very upset. He's very angry. And one of God's most prized possession is man. Mm. When God created man, he created something that he created to praise him and worship. He gave man dominion and power. And I really, truly believe that Satan, in order to get back at God, has literally launched the attack against man. Mm. And I think broken men break women, and broken women raise broken children. Mm. Powerful. We have an awesome men's conference that's going to be happening June 13, 14, and 15. June 13th in the evening at 6 p.m., right there on Northeast 76 in Gleason. We're going to have just a movie night, watch a two-hour movie, but it's a warrior movie. Yes. And we're asking men to invite their friends, their sons. We even have about 20 men that have been released from Columbia River Correction Facility, the prison, who will be in attendance, men who have not had mentors, men who have been attacked and have literally fallen but have learned how to get back up. Wow, that's fantastic. That, then on that Saturday, and listening audience, you need to know this, on that Saturday, we're pulling out the stops. We have the Conqueror series that we're going to be introducing out of East Hill with the, the renowned Ted Roberts. And then we're going to have the power of mentoring. We're going to have parole officers there who are believers that are going to be talking about the power of what a mentor can do. 
And then men who are grown who can talk about how their lives went astray because they did not have mentors. Mm. We're also going to have the one and only, and you should know this name by now, the Pastor Tim Moore, who is going to come and show up and grace us during those sessions. You, you, you don't want to miss it. You don't want to miss it. And what- <laughs> you're cracking me up, Pastor. <laughs> but you're right. We're going to be talking about the wild heart of a man. So Amen. That's and, fantastic. Uh, and, and as he as he deals with that, and what's going to be interesting is we're going to have men who are now young adult men who will will have there'll be a panel, and they're going to talk to us men about areas that their fathers did well, but also areas that their fathers could have done better. Mm. So we're literally going to look at that next generation and actually hear from them some real telling stories so that we can be better at what we do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like one of the things you're passionate about is seeing a generation of men begin to turn away from those things that were very destructive in their life, wounds in their life, be able to be healed, and then carry the torch to the next generation from a different perspective of healing so that they don't pass it on to them. Absolutely. You may have uh, seen in the news, and uh, this is a Portland local news story, but we have a max electric train that rides through the city. Mm -hmm. And there was an 11-year-old boy who was on the max train with a gun and threatening passengers. And the officers subdued him, arrested him, took him in. It was amazing. This young man showed up at our church because he heard about the life changes that occur there. And the Sunday after he was released, came to the church, turned, cried, repented, apologized, and turned to the audience and said he wants to do better. Hmm. Unsolicited, he showed up. So it lets me know that the good news of the gospel goes out through the people, and it helps us be more effective. Hmm. So it sounds like you believe the church is a place where real transformation can take place, not only in a church itself, but actually transforming a community. Amen, brother. And when you come in, at Highland, you have Latinos, Peruvians, African Americans, Anglos. You have some of everything in all age brackets. Mm. We have everything from politicians that sit there in the seat to the pole dancers who are dancing in nightclubs, dope dealers as well as accountants, people whose lives really matters. It's not the who's who's church. It's the true Acts Church. Wow, praise Jesus for that. So my assessment of you as a warrior (laughs) was pretty accurate, it sounds like. Um, Yeah, and that was one thing that I did notice when we visited in your office, the symbolism of many of the things that you had in your office. You had a sword, for example. Why why was that there, and what's important about that for you? It, It just reminds me of the power of the Word. The Word is the sword, and we go out... um, Oftentimes now we're so electronic now we and we've memorized so much we've pretty much made the word antiquated. Mm. But that is what we fight with. Our weapons, Pastor Tim, are not carnal, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds and casting down every imagination. And the only thing I know that combats imaginations is the solid word of God. Mm. Praise Jesus for that. Boy, you are so right. You know, um, you and I have talked about some of the ministry work I've been able to do overseas and in Africa. And, 
You're, you're absolutely right. The power of God and the Word of God is so powerful, and it's so amazing how many people all over the world do not have the Word of God, Pastor. Amen. And to be able to supply Bibles all over the world is such an incredible blessing. But can you imagine for us here in America where we have Christian bookstores, we have Barnes & Nobles, we have Amazon.com. We could buy any kind of translation and Bible and fill our bookshelves, and yet there are people all over the world that don't even have that. And in America, somehow, yes, I agree, we've lost the appreciation for this precious, precious thing we call the Word of God. And when you're preaching, what what is that passion that just pours out of you? What do you desire to, what, what for you, what is preaching the Word of God's purpose? And what are you seeing happen when you're actually, as we would, pastors would say, exegeting the Word of God? Okay. Um, it's, It's to become a a conduit to allow the anointing of the Father to flow through us. Um, we, 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 it's, I know the word says study to show yourself approved, so we do a lot of study, but oftentimes we rely so much on study until the supernatural does not occur. Mm. We miss the, the, the turn signs because we're so headed to our final destination. That's to get to the summary of the mm. sermon. Mm. But sometimes, Pastor Tim, when being a conduit in the middle of a sermon, a message, the spirit comes in and say, I want to start breathing on people. People start weeping. They start coming to the altar. So yes, you can have a program. Yes, you can have an order of service, but you have to never forget there is the Pentecostal experience where the Holy Spirit descends and just reorders, rearranges, but it's always proper and decent. Amen to that. Now, I think you know this. But for the listeners, I just want to say, in popular culture today in America, we've started to frame in the 30-minute message. I come out of that background. Now, I, I mean this with all humility. This is not meant to be an arrogant statement, but I actually have said many times that I think 30-minute messages make 30-minute disciples. In other words, wow. it's like a very wow. short kind of flame out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's bright, and, and then it just flames out, and there's not much there. And what transformed me, Pastor, was when I was in Africa, and I would sit yes. in a... By three hours, we were just warming up. Yes. <laughs> and, yes. and as a... You know, here I am, this Caucasian pastor sitting there with, with all the African pastors, and I'm like, I'm not used to this at all, but man, am I loving it. So then on Easter Sunday, when we visited at your church, I think we were about into the third hour or so when you started preaching. <laughs> and I was, um, I, I thought, this is great, man. I am loving this because if we can't come together and just have the experience of the revelatory idea here that the presence of God shows up with his people and then you're just caught up and swept away by it, it, it can go for hours and hours and hours Absolutely. and it's beautiful. So thank you for being faithful to that, brother. Appreciate well, it. Well, it's, it's amazing about that because um, we do three services on Sundays. And so our 9 a.m. service is over by 1030 because we have 11 o'clock service. Mm-hmm. And the 11 o'clock service generally is out by 115, but at the latest, 130. So it, when we take a look at that, um, we try to manage the time so that even when the presence of the Holy Spirit comes, we would rather incorporate a fourth service rather than go too long. There are the exceptional services when the Holy Spirit comes, such as when Jesus was teaching there on the mount. They stayed there until people were starving, mm-hmm. and the disciples say, send them away, and Jesus has to feed them. 
But uh, on that point, I want to express this. In Africa, it's quite interesting. When a person comes to worship God and service is over, what do they have to go back to? Mm, Very good point. In America, we're anxious to get it over with because we have dinner appointments, boat, TV show. We have some leisure, luxury things planned. Yes. In Africa, where there's misery, trauma, abnormalities, and sickness, they come to have an experience with God. And I have yet to see, Pastor Tim, a person go to a movie and watch an hour movie and not feel like they've been ripped off if it's over in an hour. Mm -hmm. They will complain about the amount of money they've paid. But when people come and they offer their 10% and they're they're helping to to support those ministries, when the presence of God is there, time seems to to be secondary. Now, amen to that. Wow, that is fantastic. So... Um, one of the things that I, you know, have said right here on the radio is uh, one an inspiration you are, Pastor. And just wow. hearing that, I, I agree. And I know, of course, that you give all the glory and honor to God. But I, I think it's appropriate for me to say that um, it's refreshing, honestly, truly. Um, and, and I love the fact that, that Highland is a diverse church, that there is, uh, like you said, just a mix of, of, of race, uh, races and, and, and just all praising Jesus together. I mean, it's a picture of heaven, right? Amen. And it is a beautiful thing to see. So I want to encourage you, the listener, that if you're hearing this and you're saying, you know, I've been looking for a church, I could think of no better place. Tell, tell everybody real quick where they can find Highland Christian. Thank you. Highland has a real interesting history. <laughs> there was a church in the place we occupy now, which was once called City Bible. Deliverance Temple. City Bible is now up at Rocky Butte, mm-hmm. pastored by the renowned Frank Damasio. Then it was New Beginnings, pastored by the Larry Huck, ph- phenomenal anointed ministry, which is now out at 172nd and Sandy. And we're the third church to occupy that sacred and holy ground. It's Highland. It's located on Northeast Gleason Street, 76 and Gleason, the 7600 Northeast Gleason Street. Mm-hmm. Very easy to get through off of I-84. Just take the 58th Street exit to Gleason, come on down the 78th, or the 205 exit to Gleason. And go down to 78. Mm, yeah. yeah, amen. Well, no, you're right. That building is definitely an anointed place. I mean, it's just a building, of course, but the activities that took place there. I graduated Portland Bible College, by the way, up wow. there where City Bible Church is. But I knew the story of Bible Temple and uh, Dick Iverson, of course, Absolutely. who had pastored at that time. And then Frank Damasio was the successor. But um yeah, what an anointed place. And so no wonder if you walk Amen. in there and you're like, wow, I really feel the Spirit of God in this Amen. place. And um, he has used all of that so much. So everybody, I got to tell you, go to Highland Christian, even just for a visit, Amen. and let yourself be just filled up. Uh, God always wants to take your cup and continually fill it to overflowing. I'm not suggesting that you leave the church you're at or Amen. anything like that. you got to bloom Amen. where you're planted. That's right. But there's nothing wrong with occasionally stepping out and going and visiting another church and, and experience and see what God is doing. Sometimes it gives you a little shot in your spiritual bones, as it were, to just say, wow, you know what? Maybe I need to get back into the Word of God and start reading it for what it really says Amen. and not for what uh, some sort of liberal interpretation has tried to tell us or cessationist saying, well, God yep. doesn't do miracles Amen. anymore today <laughs> because the Bible I read, Pastor, says He's the same yesterday, today, today, and forever. Amen. So praise God because we know He moves in a powerful way, and why wouldn't He want to? That's right. He's a God that, that's an expert in the transformation of human lives. That's right. 
So um, give a good word to the listeners today. Oh, my goodness. Whatever God puts on your heart. Whatever God puts on my heart. It's amazing. You would ask that. Um, uh, last night, w- what we came in, and we, we uh, were at the Columbia River Jail talking to men there, and we have Highland behind bars. We have about 50 men that are, are in church at, and they have a praise team, they have an evangelism team, and rather than getting credentials off of some online service, we come in there, and some of those men will be there 10 years. Why wait until they get out to cause them to become evangelists? As you said, Pastor Tim, bloom where you're planted. If they're planted behind bars, let's let them bloom there. Mm-hmm. Amen. And when we went in, we started speaking and talking about the power of God and it, what he does and how he's done. And we talked about the power of attorney. And when dealing with the power of attorney, it has, how, how we dealt with that piece of power of attorney and dealing with it. We said that in, in the general sense, power of attorney, you have two types, special power of attorney and general power of attorney. A general power of attorney has attorney over and power over all your assets, checks. They can do anything you can do. Special power of attorney is someone who can only carry out certain functions. They might be able to sell your house or buy something in your name. Special. And then we started talking about what Satan does, how Satan is an antagonist and the over 175 names that he has. And he's a liar and the deceiver and the accuser of the brethren. We went through the list of what Satan does. It creates war on the saints. But we, we, we let the men know that Satan has been given special power of attorney. And their eyes were raised. Yes, God gave him special power of attorney. God has given Satan permission to do certain things, but he can only go so far. If you look at Job, the first chapter, he says, when the sons of God came to present themselves, Satan came also. And when the Lord asked him, where are you coming from? Satan says, to and fro, in and out, up and down in the earth. And God says, have you considered my servant Job? And Satan's reply was, yes, I saw him, but you have a hedge. If you remove that hedge, then I'll have at him. And the Lord says, yes, you can. You can touch his livestock, his children, his family, houses, but you can't touch him. Special power of attorney. But the general power of attorney, no matter what Satan does, what no matter what he does, God says, I've given my man general power of attorney. So no matter how Satan tampers or tries to hinder, God says, I've given you authority, man, to put Satan underneath your feet. God bless you. Yes, praise Jesus for that. And that is precisely why we see the power of God move and demons cast out of people, people healed, so on. The way I put it is it just deals Satan a bloody nose, essentially. Amen. And um, the great thing about what you just mentioned, Job, what I always thought was so interesting was that no matter how much he tried, the one thing uh, that is Satan tried to come against Job, the one thing that Job always said was, I will not curse God. And even his wife said, why don't you curse God and just die? He said, no, I won't do it. And so, yes, the hedge was taken away, that protection, and yet he still remained faithful. There's such a huge lesson to that. Sometimes the strife and the difficulty of our life, everyone, is meant to build character, and it's also to show the glory and honor of God as we become triumphant through it because of what Jesus has done in us. So what a beautiful picture. Now, as we come to the close of the program, Pastor, just real quick, tell again uh, 
the dates for the men's conference coming up? Absolutely. It's June the 13th, 14th, and 15th. It's easy to remember. Father's Day is on June 15th. And you don't want to miss this spectacular, anointed, just yoke-destroying conference. Tell your son, your uncles, your brothers, your fathers, grandfathers, they need to be there. We want to see the face of God reflected in the congregation, and God has a word for you. Pastor Tim Moore is going to be anointed. He's going to be on fire. If you think he's good on this radio, you wait till you see him live and in action. As we come together, different brothers from, uh, same brothers from a different mother, we welcome you Highland on 76th and Northeast Gleason. Amen. Thank you, brother. Now, um, everyone, I cannot affirm enough that uh, whatever he said about me, blah, blah, blah. Let me tell you something. Jesus is Lord and Savior. We want all the glory and honor to go to him. But I will tell you that uh, what I love about what he wants to do is helping men to be the men of God they were always meant to be. Let me tell you something, men out there. I want to speak directly to you. You want to become the man God always intended you to be. It's not, it's, look, today what has happened in our culture is men have been feminized, men have been uh, told it's not okay to be a manly man, it's not okay to be a warrior, it's not okay to have passion. And I'm not talking about passion for a woman, I'm talking about passion for life, passion for making a difference in this world, passion for serving God, passion for actually believing that you have an inheritance, and just like Joshua and Caleb, yes, there's giants in the land, but you can take them, that's the promise that God gave you. And when men have been dumbed down to the point where they feel so absolutely impotent of any capacity to do great things, all is lost. So everyone, I just want to remind you again that if you want to get in touch with me and anything that you've heard or you want to know more about this men's conference, just send me a note, impactingcommunity at gmail.com. Just write me there at impactingcommunity at gmail.com. I'll pass it on to Pastor Hardy. Also, if you want to uh, go and listen to any of our podcasts, just go to impactingcommunity.blogspot.com. You can write me also at 8152 Southwest Hall Boulevard, Box 409, Beaverton, Oregon, 97008. And we want to encourage you to join the partnership, everybody. Send your tax-deductible deductions to us at uh, the address I just gave you, and we'll be... Uh, so grateful to receive them. So as we close today, remember inside of you is the unlimited capacity to do great things. Pastor Hardy is such a man who lives the faithful-filled life of unlimited capacity. He is proving that one can be moving against the flow of political correctness where every other one is moving in the direction of what is popular but not what is correct. Pastor Hardy is that one moving with intentionality in the opposite direction, going against the flow of political correctness, and such a man is a man of conviction and of courage. Pastor Hardy, you have my admiration, and I am grateful to call you my friend, man. So everyone have a blessed and full week, secure in the knowledge that you are deeply loved by Jesus. We thank you for listening to the Impact Community. Reach out to someone this week. Share your story of how you have been inspired to share and give hope. Let's get fired up for our community and the world. Challenge yourself to greatness. Don't settle for ordinary because you are extraordinary. You are exceptional. Together, we can do more than we ever imagined. You have so much to give. Touch someone today with the kindness and the love of God. Never forget, 
Inside of you is the unlimited capacity to do great, great things. You have been listening to The Impact Community, a ministry of the Impact Global Partnership. For more information, email impactingcommunity at gmail.com. That's impactingcommunity at gmail.com. Or visit our website, impactingcommunity.blogspot.com. That's impactingcommunity.blogspot.com. The Impact Community, changing the world by serving our local community.